All right, welcome back to Lawyer Up into the Right Podcast. I'm joined by my co-host Caesar Cobo. Caesar, how are we doing? Happy Friday. You got any plans for this weekend? I don't know yet. <laughs> That's kind of the way life is when you got two kids. You don't really make plans. It's just whatever happens. I understand. So this week, a little bit different of a of a show up. So this week, we're actually going to do kind of a live audit. We have a lead that came in, very very large personal injury attorney law firm. They have seven office locations. They are targeting nationwide cases. They have worked with a number of SEO and paid search agencies before in the past. I'm not going to give out the law firm for security privacy issues, but essentially they came to us. We had a great conversation and want to kind of set the table for you here in terms of what he had told me. And then we'll dive into some tools and, and kind of do an analysis together to see if we can come up with any ideas for why their traffic is stagnated. So the law firm has been online doing marketing for almost 10 years. Back to 2015, you can trace some of their data. They have a ton of content on the website. They've got a podcast, they're creating blog posts. They've got all their practice area pages built out. They're doing a really, really good job with their overall marketing from a search point of view. It looks like they've got a lot of backlinks as well in Ahrefs. But when you look at their organic search traffic, they've kind of stagnated. They've gone up and down, up and down, up and down. Nothing that in terms of major swings that would denote any sort of potential penalty issues just from first glance anyways. I know we'll talk more about it, but I want to dive in with you because they gave us access to their search console and I just want to go through and do an analysis together. All right. So first thing, just taking more or less as wide of a snapshot as we can take. Last 16 months, their traffic here looks to be trending as far as impressions and clicks, trending up. And then right around August, towards the end of August, it starts going the other way. Anytime I see this, I try to see if there's any sort of correlation with any sort of major algorithm update that happened. End of August was the helpful content update. It's actually a key point because one of the things that I spoke to him about our initial consultation call was they have a lot of content. They have, if you go to their blog, they have 36 paginated pages. So they probably got 3,600 blog posts. They're also doing a podcast weekly where they're just kind of cranking out new pages. Do you think that could point to the fact that, you know, with the helpful content update that they've got too much content that's probably a little bit too thin probably a lot of overlap i mean a law firm with 3600 blog posts i mean what are they talking about <laughs> for that much content right do you think that could be one of the things with this update the helpful content update it could be so i'll show in just a second I, an initial crawl of the site i didn't crawl the, the whole thing and using the search console api was able to pull in data to see how frequently Google is crawling certain pages because what this site has is not only do they have a ton of blog posts, but they also have a ton of very hyper niche specific landing pages. And it's okay as far as it being not duplicate because it's not like they're just swapping out the name of the city, but that could be somewhere in the, you're creating sort of doorway pages in every little city, every little town. It's something Google frowns upon, whether they're probably not going to penalize you for it, but it's something that I can see them trying to demote certain websites that are taking that sort of strategy where you're just building out thousands of pages covering like every little pocket of a town. And you don't necessarily need to do that because for the most part, you can have one page that's targeting multiple cities or multiple locations. You definitely want to have a specific lander for the bigger populated areas. But I think that sort of strategy, it could do more harm than good. I'm not saying that's the case in this situation here, but that's a hunch that I have. So 
just to be clear here, because this is actually something that's often debated quite a bit in the SEO community, especially with more of the local SEO specialists. Traditionally, or not traditionally, I should say, it is kind of like a spammy thing, right? But you see this a lot with like landscaping companies that service all over South Florida, for example. So the SEO comes in and they create what's called the doorway page, right? That's Google's term, which is essentially a non-useful piece of content targeting a zip code, for example. Every single zip code in Miami gets its own landing page because people could be searching for that when they're looking for a landscape company. So you're saying that this website has taken a similar approach to that. They've created a lot of location pages, whether or not they have a verified location there or not, or just going after too specific of a city. Right. And that's the issue with local businesses is nothing wrong in doing that, especially, you know, you service multiple cities, but when you don't have a location in each of those cities, which they're not going to have, but it's something like that's like one red flag there for Google and you just start adding that up and eventually it just sends back quality signals to the website. And I did say that I started, I just did a crawl. And again, this, this isn't even the whole thing. It's about half the pages and we're almost at 5,000 pages for a local business. It's pretty quick, crazy for them to have that many. Uh, but here you can see some of these are blank because you only get 2000 queries from Search Console using the API. So I just ran out of credits for it, but you can see the pages. I sorted it here by number of keywords ranking in the top 50. So theoretically, these should be the pages that are driving the most traffic to the website. You know, like for example, this page here looks like this is a blog post or no dog bite lawyer. So it has over a hundred keywords ranking in the top 50. The best position is one, right? So this is definitely a page that's performing well for them. Unfortunately, I can't see here when it was last crawled, but you can see for the most part, all of these are within that 30 day, uh, even like two week window. So Google is frequently crawling these pages. And this is something more anecdotal, but we have seen that it usually correlates a page that's being crawled frequently with how well that page ranks. Pages that don't get crawled often, that Google crawls it once every three months, six months or whatever, usually don't rank very well. And here, if, if I scroll down, and take a look at the pages that have less keywords ranking and you can see minimum position here out of the top 10 or whatever some of these here have like 79 like these are over a month and these would be pages that i would be thinking okay if google isn't even crawling these pages that often like maybe we can sort it this way and say okay so look some of these pages have been like ages since google has crawled them this this page here this burn injury hasn't been crawled in 893 days and you can make the case here that it's thin, but this is essentially a service page that they want discovered, you know, burn, burn yeah, injury, I guess would fall under the personal injury. What's interesting uh, though, too, Caesar, and this is, oh, this is actually a targeting a specific area. That's what I was going to say. Right. So I think maybe <laughs> I what we've that. tripped upon here. And if you look at the URL structure, right, they've gone with a short URL of just burn injury. There's no location modifier. So maybe what's happening here is they've got tremendous amounts of similar, if not duplicate content with these practice area pages where they got too aggressive and they didn't properly set up. Like for me, I probably would have set up if, because they do have so many locations, they have like seven locations, right? And they do have verified locations in each one of those, right? And kind of tar piggybacking off what we were talking about earlier, sometimes it's difficult to draw the line between, okay, if I can create location-based pages for each of my services, where do I draw the line? I personally draw the line at, if you don't have a verified office there, then don't do it, but they do have verified offices 
And what maybe it looks like is this is more of like a content architecture, content organization issue where they didn't set up location-based subfolders, right? So for example- Well, they did, they did actually. So this kind of looks more like the strategy changed at some point and some pages were fell in that update and some weren't. Yeah. So yeah, but they do have, you could see here, Dallas, you know, they, they do yeah, have location subfolders, you know, but this is another good example. This seems to be one personal injury, car accident. I mean, also a lot of subfolders here. Yeah. Um, I mean, again, my hypothesis here, when you, when you first said about the helpful content, okay, that, that looked like a 301. I mean, so in terms of, in terms of correcting something like this, right, this is a pretty big, I guess this, I would call, follow this, file this under the technical SEO portion of things. What would you recommend here? We don't have a full crawl do a full crawl of the website mm -hmm. and then what would you go through and just architecting urls but then have to redirect pages like how would yeah. you approach this right let's make the assumption that it was the helpful content update we've identified the fact that they've got too much content which usually isn't a problem for law firms they usually don't have enough they've got mm -hmm. too much content too many redundancies not properly organized how do we tackle this how do we fix this well the first thing is being able to make the case for the problem so as an example this page here is one that hasn't been crawled in over a year and if you look at this here i mean assuming this is accurate they update it in October. So if they're spending time in updating it, and if this is an important page for them, if this these are the type of cases that they want to attract, it's a problem that Google isn't crawling the page or even it, depending on what was updated in October, it wouldn't even see those updates yet. So the first thing is if we find that there's too many of these instances where these important pages either aren't being crawled or aren't being crawled as frequently, then that right there is a good case for uh, what we call pruning the site. So starting to eliminate low performing pages, maybe ones that they got over aggressive on with the hyper specific location landers. If those pages aren't driving any traffic, they're not ranking for anything, they don't have backlinks, they have no value, then we can start making the case for starting to delete those pages. And then the same thing for content, we would segment the blog section take a look do we need you know a thousand plus articles i'm sure there's probably going to be some duplicate content there some pages that we can merge so basically just trying to narrow this down from a potentially 10,000 page website to something more uh, condensed to maybe a few hundred or a few thousand pages yeah interesting i'm glad we went through this because this is somewhat rare for a law firm but this <laughs> does happen in terms of this is a law firm that's been around for a while they've got a lot of content. They've been creating a lot of content. They've been putting their best fest foot forward. And especially if you're just kind of paying attention to marketing from the outside and you hear like content, 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 you just continuously create content, but you're not thinking about how that content should be stored, how it should be managed, how it should be updated, how it should be, you know, all the above. And you can end up with something like this where it ends up coming back to bite you. Yeah. Another okay. thing just on the surface that I'm seeing here is I'm not seeing any internal links Yeah. Uh, or very little. Here's one here. Yeah. I mean, linking to that would be the other thing I would take a look at how many links are pointing to this this page let's take a look here real quick at something so what's interesting is some of these pages that aren't crawled it very often they're not that deep in the website architecture only two clicks away and google still isn't crawling them yeah i'm wondering if also their top level navigation needs to be expanded like much more of a mega menu style where they're able to include right now they've only got the practice areas up there they don't mm -hmm. have the locations i would probably suggest some sort of a mega menu style where you're able to include a lot 
more of the key categories, key locations, key practice areas, because I agree. I mean, when you have, especially when you have a lot of content like this, you've got to be able, like, maybe there's some internal links down there. Yeah. I mean, the use of internal links and again, architecture navigation is really important to make sure that these pages do get crawled. They do get indexed and actually notice in their search console too, that they, they have a very low indexation rate for the amount of pages that they that search console is reading that they have. I think it's like less than half. Yeah, we could do index check here, live index. Yeah, 3000 pages. And I think I saw like 13,000 in, I mean, the crawl alone, you said you only got 5,000, right? Yeah. I think there was like 13,000 inside of search console. Yeah. So I'm not seeing here, like how they actually link to deeper down this uh, subdirectory here, like Hayes County. How do you get to yeah, I would, a, lot, Carter, a, lot, a lot of doorway pages? Yeah. I'm going to tie a bow on this. Unless, was there anything else that you saw that you feel like is relevant for the video? These video editors going to have to do a lot of fucking editing here to get rid of all the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know how i mean this could be more like a uh anyways i wanted to what i wanted to see is an example of a blog post because we were up to now we were just looking at and you know like how a lot of blog posts leave much to be desired like no images or anything i mean i'm yeah. sure all of them are like this where it's just subheading paragraph subheading paragraph yeah that was really it i just wanted to see an example of uh, what a blog post looks like, but they have momentum, you know, they're ranking, I think for over 13,000 keywords in Ahrefs, they have traffic. Like to me, this is more about, we probably wouldn't have to do much building new pages and everything. It's more about reducing yeah. and optimizing what they already have. So sometimes as you see, a lot of SEO is not about just building, building, building. Sometimes it's about pruning, cleaning, organization and management. And if you're a law firm that is struggling to get your organic traffic or your paid traffic on track and you want to get an audit like this from Caesar and myself, all you got to do is hit the link below. We'll take you to a form, book a time. You'll talk to me directly. We'll talk about your law firm. We'll talk about the past marketing that you've done. And then we'll have a conversation and trying to help you to get things on track. If not, like subscribe and we'll see you next week. See ya.